Wednesday morning broadcast with 36 degrees, cloudy, high temperature of 43. Well, many of you know that next week uh, there's a unique event going on, and I hope that a lot of our listeners, especially the ones who've been touched by uh, Rabbi Riskin and his incredible leadership over the last many decades, will uh, will be there to celebrate. I will be there to celebrate, please God, as Ortora Stone will celebrate Rabbi Shlomo Riskin and his lifetime of achievement. Uh, it is a... Um, it is an amazing event that's taking place next week, and I certainly hope, as I said, that uh, everybody, especially those of us who have been uh, who have been touched and who have really been beneficiaries of his incredible leadership and educational skills and leadership skills, I hope everybody will come through and be part of the big celebration next week with us live via telephone as the uh, the leader of Arturus Stone. And that is, of course, by Kenneth Brander, who has taken the mantle of leadership from Herbert Riskin and has certainly already at this point uh, left his mark um, on the institution. And uh, no doubt, as uh, the years go on, that will just uh, continue to grow and grow. Rabbi Kenneth Brander, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's always a pleasure to be on the radio with you. I appreciate and not it. just radio. You know, people listen to it all over the world now through uh, various uh, various means. I know that so many of my friends and uh, members of my family listen to it in Israel. Maybe not at the exact time where it's uh, <laughs> live because it's the middle of the day here, but it's uh, it's great. Well, we love being on demand. We love being a digital global network. And thank God, Baruch Hashem, as we kept saying yesterday, more and more people are discovering us. Uh, the 2019 annual dinner for Or Torah Stone is also a Hachnasat Sefer Torah celebration happening this coming Tuesday, December the 10th, celebrating the amazing Rabbi Shlomo Riskin. It's happening at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. It happens, as we said, on Tuesday night. Uh, there'll be a reception and completion of the Sefer Torah beginning at 6 p.m., the presentation of the Sefer Torah to Rabbi Riskin. Eitan Katz will lead the dancing celebration at 6.45. Of course, the dinner and dessert reception will follow. And Rabbi Brander, um, this is exciting for those of us, and this audience knows uh, what Rabbi Riskin means to me and my family, for those of us who have um, really been touched, who have really understood and have benefited from the incredible leadership of Rabbi Riskin for all these decades, this is an amazing and incredible event. And I'd like your thoughts as we get closer and closer to Tuesday night and having this public recognition of Rabbi Riskin here in New York City? Well, Nachum, um, you know, uh, around an hour ago I received a video from the President of the State of Israel wow. with a one-minute video that he requested to be shown at the dinner um, because he too wants to celebrate what Rabbi Riskin has done because whether it's inclusion or or women's leadership, or serious learning for men, as you experienced as a Talmud of his, yeah. or the high schools that he had in, in America, which you were a Talmud of his in America, and my wife actually was also a, a Talmudah of his in one of his high schools in America, or the Aguna Advocacy, or the tens of thousands that we interact with through our Shlichut program, or the hundreds of thousands that we interact with through the work that we do in the community centers in Israel. Rabbi Riskin has literally changed the Jewish world and society in general. And we want to pay tribute to it. And what better way than to give Rabbi Riskin a Sefer Torah, 
because Rabbi Riskin is a walking Sefer Torah. Yep. And we thought that the best way to celebrate that, and we invite people, if they want to come to the dinner, to call our office um, in New York, um, the Ortora Stone office in New York, and see if they can make a reservation. Thank God it's very well subscribed. Um, we have 400 people already coming to this dinner. Um, or if they just want to take out, do a parsha, or or they can't do a parsha anymore because we we sold all the parshiot. But the psukim or chapters, we're not talking about you know people needing to invest a lot of money. It's 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 about the recognition of a of a karatatov for what Rabbi Riskin did. And you can buy a, a pasuk, or you can buy a, a parak, a chapter or a verse in honor of Rabbi Riskin, or more importantly, in honor of yourselves or family members by going on the web, RavRiskinSaferTorah.com, RavRiskinSaferTorah.com. But as you said, Nachum, we're here to celebrate a person who's left a legacy, and please God will continue to for a minimum of 120 years. And that's what we're doing, please God, next Tuesday night. Uh, in New York. You know, Rabbi Brander, and of course, Rabbi Kenneth Brander is with us, the, the president of Rosh Hashiva uh, at our Torah Stone in Israel. Um, <laughs> I, I, like I say, uh, I've known Rabbi Riskin a long time. Uh, he's had a lot of naysayers uh, that have been, uh, unfortunately, part of his life for many decades. Uh, people who advised against opening high schools in America. People who advised not to move to Israel. People who advised not to build Efrat and have tens of thousands of residents. People who advised not to go into the educational uh, pursuits in Israel and to build what eventually became Artara Stone with the number of institutions and the incredible uh, reach globally uh, that he and you and the institution now have. Uh, and, and some of the initiatives you just mentioned, there are plenty of naysayers who encouraged him not to, not to go down some of those routes. And it seems that he just... I don't want to use the word ignored because that may sound that may not sound right, but it seems he he made a decision to continue his pursuits of all of those and bring them to success, even if people were skeptical and critical at his side or while they observed him. And I think that's an important statement about leadership. Don't you agree? I definitely agree. I I don't think that he just ignored it. I think it really affected him because I think anytime someone's a naysayer or attacks you um, in a non you know helpful way it hurts and, and you know significantly it hurts but I think Robert Riskin's greatness has been manyfold one is he cares much more about the organizations than he does himself and because of that when he thinks that something's important when he thinks there's an injustice like for example for example the fact that so many women cannot receive a Jewish divorce, and therefore he created a team of, of women who the Rabbanut, who the chief rabbi recognizes, have the capacity and the capability to represent women in front of, in front of judges, women representing women in the Beit Din Rabbani. There are plenty of people who felt, why is he getting into this? But if you care more about the institution, if you care more about the injustice and the chilo Hashem that it creates than your own self, then it's easy or easier to pursue your dreams. And right. I think Rabbi Riskin's greatness is the fact that he cares more about the institutions than he does himself. And people speak about Rabbi Riskin as a charismatic leader. They speak about him being a dynamic personality. What I've recognized in this job, you know, uh, you know, carrying on Rabbi Riskin's legacy and moving it 
please God, to its next step, which are very big shoes to fill. Yeah. Um, what I've recognized is that Rabbi Riskin's greatness is also his modesty. He's truly a modest person. And if people, when you sit in the seat and you see what he does and how he does it, um, and then the fact of what his focus is, you realize how modest a person he is. And I think that really is the key to leadership and the key to his success. And as you said, Nahum, he's always focused on what his goals and how to pursue the responsibility of bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu or bringing God in this world. I think that that is his mission statement. His job is to bring God in this world. And whether it's the first time that he learned Gemara with his grandmother or when he had his Rebbe Muvuk, uh, Rebbe Salavechik, or his conversations with the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Zatzal, or anything else of that nature, Rebbe Riskin's raison d'etre is to bring God to this world. And therefore, when you recognize that's your responsibility, and to do it with modesty, and to do it with derech eretz, when people attack you or attack your agenda, you're able to cast it to aside because you know what your focus is and you know what your goal is. Oh, well said. Roy Kenneth Brander is with us. A reminder, Tuesday night, everybody. Tuesday night, we get to celebrate Rabbi Shlomo Riskin with his unique annual dinner, Nachnasat Sefer Torah for Art Torah Stone. It's happening in Lower Manhattan at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. Phone number for information, 212-935-8672. 212-935-8672. You can go to the website, ots.org.il, ots.org.il. And uh, for the Sefer Torah letters and psukim, etc., ravriskinsefertorah.com. Rav Riskin, SaferTorah.com. Rabbi Brander, it is, um, how do I put this? A lot of people leave the United States and other parts of the diaspora. They head to Israel. And for legitimate reasons, uh, certain connections are, uh, are, um, are, are broken. And, uh, you know, and, and people that were, you know, great supporters, you know, on this side of the world may not necessarily be uh, supporters or may not be even aware of some of the things going on, you know, in Israel with people's projects, et cetera, et cetera. It is amazing to me um, that my chevra and so many other chevras uh, here in, in the United States, especially in the New York area, have maintained this connection to Rabbi Riskin. And a lot of the support for what goes on at Artura Stone on a regular basis comes from the diaspora and comes from the New York area. People that he uh, positively affected, you know, I'm talking about 40, 30, 20 years ago during the early part of his career. Now, I don't know if it's unusual or not, but I think it is a tribute to him that so many internationally are, in fact, part of this tribute to his legacy at this point. 100%. I think that um, so many people recognize what Rabbi Riskin's vision is all about and what he has tried to do. They recognize that what Ortora Stone is is really a modern Orthodox movement, whether it is our 3,500 high school students, our 1,500 students above high school, whether it is the 400,000 Israelis that we'll engage with through the community centers or the tens of thousands through the 277 Shlichim that we have all over the world, the bottom line is that everyone has had an experience with Rabbi Riskin, and they therefore understand this larger narrative that he has helped to create, and we're just building on it. I mean, Nahum, I had the privilege of last week of spending some time um, on various army bases studying with our students. And here's a group of young men and young women um, in different army bases, 
And one group, for example, that I know, first of all, the most interesting thing is that all of a sudden, you know, you, uh, someone was driving me there, and I'm using Waze, and <laughs> as we get into the Army base, Waze goes dark. Right? <laughs> like, this place doesn't exist. <laughs> and, you know, you know, it's just interesting, because I've never seen Waze go dark before. But uh, go to the Palmachim or, uh, or another Army base, some of them I don't even think I'm allowed to mention, and all of a sudden Waze goes dark. Which, which in and of itself. But then I go into this army base, and um, it's that one is already nine o'clock at night, and a group of young of of women, um, who have just finished uh, the last session in which they have taught pilots uh, in simulators how to how to uh, be pilots of uh, black of uh, Black Hawk helicopters or drones or things of that nature. All of a sudden, they want to sit and learn. They want to sit and learn, and it's nine o'clock at night, and they've just done a whole day of this. And the past two weeks, Nahum, unfortunately, have not been so quiet in Israel, and and especially drones have been used in various different uh, experiences over the past two weeks, and therefore, making sure that everyone's up to speed in it, you yeah. know, has been a priority. Yeah. And they want to learn at nine o'clock at night, and I'm just I'm just seeing these women who are totally committed to. Avoda, who are totally committed to service, who are totally committed to Shmir and Mitzvot, and there was a there was a man named Shlomo Riskin who who barely can use a cell phone, who who basically who basically choreographed this whole thing, who choreographed this whole thing. He wouldn't notice. If, he, he wouldn't notice if Waze goes dark, huh? Yeah, he wouldn't. He doesn't even know what Waze is. Anyways, he doesn't have a driver's license. But the bottom line is the bottom line is that. It's just, it's just unbelievable, and 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 it's not just with the women, and it's not just the fact that you know you have this program Darkenu where young men and young women can come who have have certain special needs to be able to experience the Israel or the thousands of Christian academics who come and have a pro BDS perspective until they engage with many of our faculty and and change their paradigms and their perspectives. And, 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 and the high school students, I mean, yesterday are, again, this might seem like trivial, in some ways maybe it is, but we had uh, our junior, the junior soccer league of the high schools. Uh, this is the first time that an Orthodox institution has made it to the final. <laughs> it's one of our schools. I love yeah, it. I, I love it. I, and, and um, of course, the, the young women don't want any rabbis to be there because right. it won't be Sanua for them to be there. But, right. that's, but there's a certain energy that he's created for thousands and thousands, whether it's the people who know him uh, through the formal educational institutions or the people who've just been touched by his Torah, the tens of thousands, and we never, and, and we didn't we, even touch on, you know, we, we didn't even touch on the residents of Efrat and that whole, the, yes. the whole movement. The residents of Efrat, Efrat is growing by sixty percent right now. The mayor of Efrat's coming in for the dinner for that reason. Efrat is growing by sixty percent. I just finished a meeting because the high, all our high schools in Efrat, or the ones that are in the Efrat Gush area. If a fraud's growing by 60%, we need to have a strategic plan for the next five to ten years of how do we deal with that growth. Unbelievable. Um, so it's just, it's just amazing. A fraud now touches Beit Lechem um, with a wall between, but it basically touches Beit Lechem. And, it's, and it's, it's just been amazing Unbelievable. how this has been able to be done by this giant of a man. 
All right, Kenneth Branders with us at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, at NachumSiegel.com, and the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And by the way, folks, I'm not being disrespectful. Uh, it, it's been an inside joke among those who know Riskin well about the fact that, he, that he's not able to drive uh, for many, many decades, and we uh, lovingly always uh, kid him about that. But uh, Rabbi Branders right. He wouldn't know ways, uh, that's for sure. Um uh, the uh, you know one of the things that's interesting, Rabbi Brander, and we've spoken about your transition uh, to the leadership role as president of Rosh Hashiva before, so we don't have to uh, go into great detail about it. But but I think one of the things we need to point out in tribute to Rabbi Riskin is that you know it, it always seems to those of us who follow or Torah Stone closely that it's program after program and more new initiative after new initiative, and I think the the reason is because Rabbi Riskin's the type of personality where he never says, okay, this is what we do, and let us continue to operate you know, within those borders. I think one of the reasons that the transition has gone so well is because you have certain visions, and his directive has basically been, if there's a need, we're going to expand and service that need in the global Jewish community. And that's why it always seems like the programs are endless and the numbers keep getting bigger, because it just, you know, the, the dreamer never stops dreaming, and it seems those dreams continue to come into reality. I mean, everything you just said is 100% uh, true and correct. I would just add one other piece to it, and that is, um, I think the other piece is he's really, transitions can be hard. And, right. I, I, you know, you and I had private conversations right. where I was concerned about the transition here. Reverend Riskin's been the only Rosh Yeshiva, the only president of Ortora Stone. And, you know, he grew it from a small one institution to 27 institutions. And all of a sudden, you know, how do you have a transition that's never really happened before, at least in this, you know, series of institutions that have an international reach? So the amazing thing is that from the day I walked in, um, you know, he said, you know, I'm out of my office, and this is your office. Now, of course, when Reverend Riskin held this office, there was no need for any type of like data link or anything else like that because <laughs> there was no computer here and there was no need to be connected to internet. Right. So they had to add a data link and a few, uh, you know, a few, uh, you know, a few plugs because you know if you use a cell phone, you need to charge it once in a while. Right. Um, but the but the bottom line is that you know other than that, um, Reverend Riskin has really, uh, to his great credit, and really speaks to his commitment to the continuity, he's really taken uh, an appropriate step back, at the same time been my guide, mentor, and counselor, all at the same time, never stepping away from engaging with students, never stepping away from any request that I make of him, uh, whether it's for friend raising or fundraising. Um, and there is really a strategic plan of how we move our tourist down to its next whether it is increasing the Hezder Yeshiva, the Robert M. Baron Machanayim Hezder Yeshiva, whether it's the fact that now the women who are in our more advanced learning program are now getting um, stipends to be able to serve as, in, as interns in various capacities as spiritual mentors and leaders and educators, including in the Army. Um, you know, we're able to take it to the next step, building on really the infrastructure that Reverend Riskin created, and also exploring new n- new vistas. 
And again, I think that in many ways, that's because Rabbi Riskin has trained people here that our goal is to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu into this world. Mm-hmm. And whatever is necessary for us to do it, that's really our mission statement. We'll do it smart. We'll do it in a fiscally responsible way. Um, we'll do it in a way in which we work with others so that we can uh, ensure that our influence can be exponentially greater. But Rabbi Riskin ability to step away and to be mitzamsem himself um, after really carrying this burden for tens of years is a great, uh, as great a success and as great a tribute to him as any institution that he created. His ability to create a succession plan. Because, Nachum, you and I both know that there are many wonderful institutions where the transition has been compromised, right. and therefore the institution hasn't been able to actualize its potential. Right. And that's uh, the exact opposite of what's happening here. It's amazing. Uh, we encourage everybody to be there Tuesday night, right? Brander, I look forward to celebrating with you. It's the Art Torah Stone. Look forward. No. The dinner, the Achnasat Sefer Torah to celebrate Rabbi Riskin, all happening Tuesday night, the 10th of December. Uh, we suggest you call and make a reservation as soon as possible at 212 935 8672 212 8672 Go to OTS.org.il, OTS.org.il. You can also uh, feel free to purchase letters and psukim in honor of Rav Riskin in the Sefer Torah that's being prepared for Tuesday night celebration. Rav Riskin SeferTorah.com. Rav Riskin SeferTorah.com. And by the way, Rabbi Brander, on our NSN app, a message that I think you'll find heartwarming. Uh, This person says, listening live from Rome after my visit with students at the Rome Jewish High School, please send my regards to Rabbi Brander. I'm in Rome as a result of Rabbi Brander's international vision and efforts on behalf of YU. And it comes from somebody whose whose, uh, screen name includes the the name Solomon. So I'm assuming you know who that is. And they send you you the best and brachot uh, moving forward with your incredible work at Artura Stone. And uh, like I said, we look forward to celebrating with you and to uh, uh, continuing telling people about this amazing growth of the vision of our Torah stone. As you said, transitions are sometimes tricky. This one be- uh, seems to be going very smoothly, and uh, we get to uh, both look back and look forward Tuesday night when we celebrate with you and Rabbi Riskin and Kolakavot to you for all that you're doing. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you so very much. Everybody out there especially those of you like me who have been touched by the incredible Rabbi Riskin at some point in your lives. Tuesday night, Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York, 212-935-8672 or ots.org.il or purchase and pay tribute to Rabbi Riskin through the Safer Torah, ravriskinsafertorah.com, ravriskinsafertorah.com. Rabbi Brander, thank you again, and I will see you by Zrat Hashem next week. Always a pleasure, Nachum, to be on the radio with you. Uh, I appreciate that. And always great to have you, and I look forward to celebrating with you next week. And by the way, folks, next week, if everything materializes the way we think it is going to materialize, Rabbi Riskin will please God be in this studio before that dinner. And we will bring, obviously, that conversation to you live, and I'm very much looking forward to that. More coming up. You're listening to a uh, Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Mm -hmm.